0: time for your morning briefing of junior mining and mineral exploration news. You are tuned in to Mining Stock Daily. Now, reporting from the Clear Creek Digital Studios in Denver, Colorado, here's your host, Trevor Hall. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back into the Mining Stock Daily morning briefing. I'm Trevor Hall. Happy to be back here after a long weekend. Today is Tuesday, October 11th. Gold was spanked below $1,700 the instant the CME's Globex Futures trading portal opened on Sunday evening. The Mining Stock Journal said the sell-off was a paper gold futures phenomenon, in part attributed to hedge fund algos, shorting stock futures, and precious metals futures, and in part attributed to foul play with the banks ahead of the announcement that the Bank of England was going to continue with the QE program it implemented over a week ago. To help bail out UK pension funds, the gold price is dictated by the paper market. Bottomed at 1672 and bounced a bit to settle at 1676. Silver air pocketed lower on Sunday evening, back below twenty dollars to nineteen dollars eighty cents, and was pushed down to as low as nineteen fifty two before bouncing to settle at nineteen sixty. The mining stocks hung in well for most of the day considering the action in the general stock market along with the paper metals price ambush, but capitulated toward the end of the day to close decisively in the red. GDX fell 1.5% and the Amex Gold Bucks Index was sheep-sheared 1.65%. The Mining Stock Journal said that it expects considerable volatility in the markets this week, especially with the CPI and PPI reports to be released as well as escalating geopolitical tensions. As such, it advises that investors should consider buying physical gold and silver bullion rather than using surrogates such as GLD or SLV. We'll get to the news out of the miners and explorers here in just a quick moment, but first a mention of today's sponsor. This Mining Stock Daily warning Briefing is brought to you by Integra Resources. Integra Resources is advancing the past-producing Delamar project in southwestern Idaho. The company has continued to demonstrate resource growth and conversion through greenfield and brownfield exploration to further de-risk and advance the project towards permitting. Integra Resources trades on the TSXV under ITR and the NYSE American under ITRG. And here's what you need to know this morning. Tinka Resources published results for five holes of the company's ongoing 2022 drill program at the Ayahuilca Project in central Peru. Results reported are for three resource extension holes at south Ayahuilca and two exploration holes at central Ayahuilca. Drill hole 195 returned high-grade zinc results, including six meters of 18.8% zinc, within a repeated section of favorable limestone, approximately 10 meters below the main contact with the basement phylite. This high-grade zinc discovery is expected to extend the zinc zone indicated resource at South Iowilka by about 60 meters to the northeast, with mineralization remaining open in all directions. Previous holes in the vicinity may have been stopped prematurely and did not test the lateral continuity of the repeated limestone in the basement. And another positive development for the program, strong tin and copper mineralization was also intersected beneath zinc mineralization in hole 190 at central Iowa Return uh, returned 32 meters, grading 0.36% tin, 0.33% copper, and 13 grams per ton silver. Results are pending for two holes, and the eighth drill hole in the program, 197, is in progress. Approximately 10 to 12 more drill holes are planned in the Zinc Resource Definition Program. Tinker Resources trades on TSXV with TK and on the OTCQB with TKRFF. Arizona Metals announced results of seven recently completed drill holes at its K mine project in Yavapai County, Arizona. Drilling highlights included hole 74, which returned 39 meters and grade 4.2 grams per ton gold equivalent from a depth of 649 meters down hole, including a higher grade interval of 7.2 meters, grading 6 grams per ton gold equivalent, and 9.8 meters, grading 6.1 grams per ton gold equivalent. Hole 79 returned 7.9 meters, grading 4% copper equivalent from 682 meters depth this is a step-out hole to the south, which extended mineralization about 60 meters south of hole 25B along the south southern edge of the deposit. Mineralization is open to the south in this area. The company has drilled approximately 70,000 meters at K to date. Road construction is well underway to reach drill ro- locations that will test the central target located 300 meters west of the K mine. Drilling at pads C1 and C2 is expected to commence in November and will comprise part of the planned 76,000 meter Phase 3 program. Permitting is also in progress for pads W1 and W2 to test the western target, also part of the Phase 3 program. Arizona Metals trades on the TSXV with AMC and on the OTCQX with AZMCF. Frontier Lithium announced results of four additional drill holes completed during the Phase 12 drill program on the Spark Pegmatite, which began in May this year and is currently in progress. The initial drill holes were designed to convert inferred material to the indicated category for the planned open pit. The Spark Pegmatite is one of the two delineated premium spodamine bearing lithium deposits on the PAC Lithium project, Results reported today included 171.5 meters of pegmatite averaging 1.57% lithium and 326.6 meters of pegmatite averaging 1.92% lithium. The initial objective of the Phase 12 drill program was to focus on converting the inferred resource within the central portion of the Spark deposit at depth. Frontier is now focused on defining the limits of the pegmatite and deepening some of the initial holes frontier lithium trades on the tsxv with fl and on the otcqx with litof scotty resources reported new assays on its blueberry contact zone including intercepts of 11.3 grams per ton gold over 8.6 meters and 9.12 grams per ton gold over 16.15 meters the high-grade mineralized structure has now, been test drilled over 1,200 meters in strike and 360 meters in depth. Additional assays are pending on drill holes that could further extend mineralization 350 meters to the south, and initial visuals from the holes are encouraging, according to the company. The Blueberry Contact Zone is located 2 kilometers north northeast of the past producing Scotty Gold Mine, 35 kilometers north of the town of Stewart, British Columbia, along the Grand Duck Road. The Blueberry Contact Zone is 100% owned and royalty-free. Scotty Resources trades on the TSXV with SCOT and on the OTCQB with SCTSF. That's a wrap here on the Morning Briefing. We'll be back later today with some more content regarding the junior exploration sector. The Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing is produced by Clear Creek Digital and Investment Research Dynamics Mining Stock Journal. It is distributed throughout the world through your podcast network of choice and by our friends over at the Junior Mining Network. Have a great day, everybody. Be well. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.